Welcome back to Social Media Leader. I am so excited you're here, whether you're listening or you're watching, because that means the first episode of this podcast finally came out and I am finally recording the second episode. So before we jump into the podcast, I want to give a brief introduction of who I am and what this podcast is going to be about since we are so new here. But my name is Samantha Harris. I've been running an online business for the last four years. We're actually coming up on five. I think I might even said like that I was three years in in the last episode, but the years fly by. I've been here for four, almost four and a half years, and we're going on five in the spring of next year. So we've been around the block. I help online business online business owners, online businesses, set up and execute proper sales systems. I primarily work with online coaches, course creators, educators, consultants, service providers. Um, a lot of people I work with are in the B2B space. I sometimes work with people in B2C if I feel like I can help them. Um, so that's a little bit about what I do. And what you can expect to hear about on this podcast is general online business talk, um, entrepreneur experiences, uh, sales talks and trainings, and anything that I think would be of interest to you guys. And to start out with things of interest, I realized that I forgot to tell you all on the last episode why this podcast is named Social Media Leader. If you've been around me for, you know, the entirety of my online business journey or even just like a while, you know that I've named multiple products Social Media Leader, but for one reason or another, they are discontinued or I just lay them to rest. I really wanted to use the name again because I love it so much. I feel like social media embodies a lot of the work that I do. Leadership is really important to me and I feel like it's going to be able to live on through the podcast and just encompass a lot of the things that I want to share and talk about here as well. Plus I spent a pretty penny on the domain. So I really want to keep using the name, not only because it means so much to me, because I feel like it'll make me feel better about how much I spent on the domain. If you're an internet sleuth, I think that information is available on the internet. It's not anything too, too crazy, but it was definitely a significant amount. Um, it was, during a time where I like first started making like $20,000 plus months, like gross in my business. And I just was like, I got the money. I'm going to spend it. And I spent it on this domain. So I have that and I'm just trying to recoup my, um, you know, money that was spent with this podcast. Getting into the bread and butter of today's episode, I really want to talk about sales mindset. And before you go away or you're just like, ugh, another one of those, I think I have a pretty different approach to it. And I also have an experience that I want to share that I think would be really beneficial for anybody to hear who is struggling to make their first sales, or maybe you're struggling to get past a certain income level or just reach a new milestone in your business in terms of your sales. One thing that I have seen time and time again, and something that I've experienced myself is selling from a place of lack, desperation, or just scarcity really doesn't work. And throughout all of these years, the different sales teams I've worked on, the different business owners I've worked for, none of them have one stream of income. And so for me, I find a lot of security and stability in having retainer clients that I feel like take care of my baseline needs each month. And then I build on top of that with consulting, 
offers that I create, those get to be fun. And those get to be exciting things that I'm selling and not things that I'm selling to pay for my groceries or pay my mortgage. I don't have a mortgage, but pay rent and things like that. And so I think a lot of people come in with this mindset of, oh my gosh, I have to be able to sell this because I have to be able to pay my rent this month. And it just doesn't work for a lot of people like that. I've worked with a lot of different high ticket closers and all of them. I, I rarely have ever met a high ticket closer. And if you don't know what that is, you can just look it up. High ticket closing is something that I do. And I talked about a little bit on the last episode, but pretty much all the high ticket closers I work with have investments, another business, another stream of income, side hustles, things that give them some sense of security. So they don't always have to feel like they're selling to put food on the table, take care of their kids, whatever it may be. So I really just want to encourage you to find that healthy balance for yourself. Even for myself, when I was leaving my corporate job back in like 2019, going into 2020, I set myself up where I had clients stacked to start with me in January of 2020. So I left my corporate job at the end of December of 2019. At that time, I was not making enough money to replace my corporate income, or I was like just barely there. So, and I couldn't take on any more clients because I was working 40 hours a week at that job. So I basically got my clients to sign on starting for January. So as soon as that next month started, I had more than enough work and more than enough income to replace that money that I was losing. And so I could pay my bills, take care of myself and do all of those things. Even with my clients that I work with, I encourage them to do something similar, or even if it's just getting a part-time job to give you some sort of guaranteed paycheck each month until you can get your business up to a place where you have that stable reoccurring income, or you have some more stability and some more confidence in your sales systems that you're doing. A lot of you might be looking up to people in the online business space, seeing that they're working in their business full-time, thinking that you need to go full-time right away. But I want to encourage you that you can go slow. You can choose your own path. You can go at your own pace in order to give yourself a fighting chance because Sales is so hard when you're coming from a place of lack and scarcity and just worry. And it's so much easier to sell from a place of excitement and abundance. Some people probably aren't going to like that thought process that you should have some stability in order to grow your business, whatever, because some people are of the thought process that you need to be put under pressure to produce. But really, that's not how everybody works. I find myself to be a really motivated and driven person, but I just really don't do well. Whatever I'm feeling like my bases aren't covered financially, I don't do well selling from that type of place. Some people do. And if you are one of those people, I applaud you. I encourage you. It is probably really exciting and really fun for you. But for the majority of us who crave stability, it's not the easiest way to sell. And if you're looking for permission, you know, to be able to do something like that, here you go. Here's your little permission slip. On the other hand, sometimes if you never take the leap, then you will never actually get to run your business full-time. If that's a goal of yours, not everybody's goal is to run their business full-time, but sometimes you do need to put yourself under pressure to take the leap. And so the pressure might not always be, you know, 
putting yourself in a place of financial risk, but it might just be a timeline or telling yourself a certain date. That's what I did. I had not really any backups financially, but I told myself I was going to be leaving my corporate job by a certain date. And that helped me produce produce financially. And then my backup was just to be able to stay at that job. So I had that. I had the luxury of having options. Not everybody has that. But if you do, definitely put yourself in a place where you're going to feel your best selling because if you can't sell for your business, especially in the beginning, it's just never going to work. Shifting gears, I want to talk a little bit about the root causes of why you may not be able to sell well, sell it all, hit your numbers, or maybe you're stuck at a certain level of your business. I think it's so important to diagnose where your sales issues are coming from. Majority of us probably think I need a new strategy. I need to have a sale. I need to create a new offer. I need a new website. I need to show up more on Instagram, whatever it may be. But truly, 90% of the time, the issue is coming from you and some sort of either inaction or dishonesty with yourself. And the two biggest things that I see are that you're not actually doing enough to produce the sales numbers that you need. And sometimes that comes from a place of lack of clarity. Maybe you don't actually know what you need to produce to hit your numbers. You don't know how to reverse engineer. You don't know what conversion rates are for your offer just yet. Sometimes that's okay if it's newer, but I find that for a lot of people, majority of people, it comes from a place of inaction because you don't actually know how much work needs to be done. And that's why it's great to have a mentor, have a coach, have some sort of strategy that you're following. So you can know those things. Let's say, for example, I coach a lot of people on DM sales. If you are reaching out to 10 people a week, that is not going to help you produce the numbers that you need. You need to be doing a lot more work than that. And then the other issue, the other root cause that I see a lot, that's an issue for sales for many online business owners is that you're just doing the work, but you're not actually doing it effectively. You're just like, okay, somebody told me to do this. I'm getting out there and I'm doing it. You're not actually assessing everything in its entirety. And it can get really frustrating because you're like, I'm showing up, I'm doing the work every day. Why isn't this working out for me? And it's what I like to call getting stuck to your version one. And that doesn't do well for a lot of people. You have to grow, evolve, refine your strategy. So let's say for DM sales, I talk about that because I know so many of you are doing that. Or even if you're somebody who's primarily doing sales calls or even ads, if you're showing up each day and you're wondering, I'm still not hitting my numbers, I'm doing the actions. Well, how could you be better? How could you ask better questions in those sales conversations or within those DM conversations or within those sales calls? If you're running ads, how could you make your ads better? Have you tried different variations? Those are some things to look at. Another common root cause for sales issues for people is self-sabotage. So not only could that be in action, but it could also just show up as not being 100% confident, not 
pursuing the answers, like maybe waiting for answers to come to you, maybe just waiting for things to work out, not being proactive in finding solutions. That's all kind of in that self-sabotage category. And I find that some people fall into that. A lot of entrepreneurs are go-getters, but sometimes like if you don't have a a strong sense of self-confidence or maybe just like a strong sense of belief in what you're doing, you could totally be self-sabotaging yourself. I would love to get into this a little bit more in another episode. If anyone's interested in that, let me know. But I think this is a good starting point. If you're trying to just kind of get in your head a little bit more about maybe why you're not making the sales that you want to. And I want to ask you this, are you committed to solving the problem or are you trying to find a secret sauce? If you're trying to find the secret sauce, then that is going to keep you in the same place. But if you're committed to solving the problem and solving the problem means looking at yourself, looking at your strategy, looking at your offer, everything in between, then you're going to figure it out. You're going to find a way to make this work. So like I said, if you're interested in hearing more on this topic, I would love to talk about it. I've done this root cause sales trainings and sales training in so many different groups and so many different programs, gotten a lot of really great feedback on it. So I can definitely do a deeper dive on this. If you like today's episode, send me a message on Instagram. If you're watching on YouTube, hey, great to see you. And if this is your second time tuning into the podcast, thanks so much. New episodes come out every Thursday, and I'm just so grateful to have you here. Thanks so much for spending time with me, and I will see you in the next episode or talk to you in the next episode.